You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Uh, it's time for an interview. We've got um, Sarah Smuts Kennedy, who's on the line, uh, who's the star of uh, Jack Be Nimble. Yeah, it's a film, New Zealand film, came out in 1993, and. 30 years later, it's having a bit of a resurgence. It's been um, uh, restored and it has been played at MoMA this year and it's getting played at Hollywood tomorrow night in Tamaki um, Makoto. All going well. We should have Sarah on the line here. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Hi. Um, you're on the, the BFM Top 10 show. Yay. <laughs> How are you, Sarah? I'm great. It's so nice that you've asked me to come on and talk about this film. Oh, this is such. This is like a treat for us. Yeah, I don't know if you know much about. Well, Annabelle and I, we we uh, um, young filmmakers and very <laughs> interested in young. We, you know, we do say young. so ourselves. Um, <laughs> but yeah, very interested in horror and also really big fans of um, the Hollywood Avondale. So really excited to hear about this um, classic film being shown. Great. Yeah. So this it, it's been. Been, Jack B. Nimble has been restored. It's been screened at MoMA, and now it's getting screened at the Hollywood. What has happened? Why all of a sudden? I know, isn't that extraordinary? I mean, you know, the film, the images of me on the posters are me uh, 26 with like a mane of black hair, and oh, now I'm a little old hair. lady with black hair. <laughs> <laughs> so. About two months ago, I got a phone call from Garth Maxwell, the the filmmaker, the director, to say that um, two things had happened, um, quite sort of independently of each other, but that, you know, we'd had interest in the the States with a new distributor, Altered Innocence, and Mm. they were looking to um, distribute it through the United States, and in fact, today, it was, um, it's on view on demand, it's kind of across whole of the United States, which wow. is kind of phenomenal. Cool. Um, but at the same time, we uh, were invited to participate um, in horror messaging the monstrous, um, which is basically showing influential and important horror films at the Museum of Modern Art. Um, and in fact, the New York Times um, picked Jack B. Nimble as the find of the festival. But in fact, wow. 30 years ago, they also um, gave us an amazing <laughs> review. Um, calling it, you know, hallucinatory power and psychological refinement and votes for feverishly intense um, intensity, Um, you know. But in New Zealand, nobody kind of really got it. So kind of we travelled, you know, we went to Cannes and we were invited to Toronto and I went to Calcutta and, you know. Oh, my goodness. It's kind of amazing. Um, But here... Kind of nothing, like a big fat silence. So it's really heartwarming, I think, to um, you know have you know as an uh, you'll know your filmmakers. It's you know you, the making of the film is super important. Um, the process of that is kind of uh, its own thing. But yeah. then having your community um, view it is it's kind of why you do it. Absolutely. So oh yeah. Tomorrow night is going to be really special, um, and we're. So grateful to Tim and Ant um, Simpson for, you know, giving us the opportunity for you guys to see it in a proper cinematic context. Mm-hmm. It's such a beautiful cinematic film. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't wait. So, do you know, um, we, have you been involved at all in the process of like restoration? Do you know much about that? 
Well, I'm a, I'm an act. I, well, I was an actress. I'm I'm now an artist. Yeah. Um, so that kind of stuff happens behind the scenes for us. Mm-hmm. But I know that Garth, you know, Garth about a decade ago called a lot of the the key um, protagonists together and actually we recorded a conversation and so there was you know Elizabeth Hawthorne who's one of the actors in the film yeah um Nyla Dixon who's the um you know really amazing um costume designer Mm -hmm. yeah um, a number of us together and we kind of you know so he's been really he's been holding um the flame for this film kind of singularly for you know, a long time, and yeah. I know it was him who prompted. Um, you know, it has a re- has had a really amazing digital restoration, um, so it looks really beautiful. So, you know, I really take my hat off to Garth. It's you know, as a filmmaker, it's you know the value of your work, mm-hmm. and you don't always, you know, it's not always the right time yeah. for the story to be told, and it feels like now is a different time. Um, and yeah. the audiences, you know, had standing ovation in both New York and LA where it screened recently. The mm-hmm. Blu-ray, it's, it's actually been released on Blu-ray and it sold out in 24 hours. <laughs> wow. Um, oh so, you know, yeah, we're kind of going... That's so cool. ourselves. It's yeah, because nice. it was actually... Um... Well, my my understanding, like while I've been um, learning about it recently, it was pretty ahead of its time for um, like gender themes and approaching gender horror. Um, yeah. uh, can you explain for people that have that you know haven't seen it, like we haven't seen it, in what ways it is progressive? Well, you know, it's really based on it's a very um, raw and honest. Um, kind of story written by you know two gay men um garth and um the, his other collaborator mm-hmm. and i think you know he took it was a very different time back in the 90s and you know growing up in the 80s mm. for um you know people who were you know trying to be expressed fully expressed um you know in that way and you know it was quite brutal and you know his personal experiences were you know, at times violent. So um, he has bought, you know, the film, it's a very stylized film. Mm. So, you know, it is a gothic horror, but inside of it, it's, it, you know, it, it starts with a certain type of pace and it doesn't lead up right to the end. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, one of the other extraordinary things, you know, retrospectively and makes a kind of a beautiful historical document in a way is, you know, one of the lead characters, well, the two, the two leads, myself and um, the, my twin in the film, mm. um, Jack, Jack yes. is, is played by Alexis Arquette, who, of course, you know, um, was uh, uh, he when he made the film, but then became a day, so, you know, mm-hmm. a transgender. So, you know, he really is a remarkable, was a remarkable actor. He died about mm-hmm. a decade ago, sadly. Um, but his sister, Rosanna, came to the LA screening and... It was a really important moment for the family to have this, you know, remarkable film, a remarkable performance. Yeah, so um, special. It really, it really it is special. You know, yeah. I, I first saw his performance in Last Exit from Brooklyn, which is also really another amazing film you guys have to watch. And his performance in that was just like wildly raw. And yeah. You know, it, within that rawness is an incredible elegance, mm-hmm. and 
I used to stay with um, Alexis when I used to go to LA, and yeah. you know, you couldn't find a a kinder person. Yeah, it, it was. I thought it was quite interesting that it, um, to have a a like yeah an, an American actor in that role, and she's doing kind of a a pretty from what I've seen in the trailer, pretty impressive New Zealand accent. <laughs> Yeah, he's actually been voted as a, the foreigner to do their best um, New Zealand <laughs> accent. Oh, what yeah. a legacy. Well, you know, he worked really, really hard. Um, it's a really difficult accent to, mm-hmm. um, you know, to do. It doesn't sound like an Australian accent, which is, you know, can often happen. He's yeah. He's a super hard worker. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, what do you, um, I don't know, what do you remember actually from filming? Like, what was there a budget? Was how long were you filming for? What was it like? Well, it was shot over two thousand. I'm uh, sorry, nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety three. So it was over the summer, and it was actually a pretty great budget. I mean, I I could be wrong. Actually, Gas Stars <laughs> might tell me at the end. Sarah, we just made it look amazing. Yeah, it was, it was good, good, but yeah. But you know, it's you know looking at it. It's feels really visually rich um the you know the um the colors are stylistically it it's it's a real piece of cinema you know it's not a piece of cinema shot for maybe tv it's it was a piece of cinema shot for cinema it was um you know it's a very you know it's a very intense emotional journey for the characters but inside of that we had a just a really i mean bruno lawrence have to mention it was Bruno Lawrence again another kind of New Zealand icon Um, it was the last feature film that he was ever in and um, so we had a really lovely collegial um, kind of you know thing happening the the crew were amazing but really for me I I remember auditioning for it with Garth and we both talked about it since you know the audition was was kind of one of those really special moments where you know things just really came together and I just felt hugely grateful for Garth for you know writing something so um kind of out there and then really nurturing us to you know just really take the characters on the journey that he he had written which is you know kind of extreme does have a, an upbeat <laughs> yeah. ending. Oh, oh that's good. I was going <laughs> to ask, yeah, because like, it is—it's a horror. How yeah. we, how scary would you say it is? Because there's a there's well, a real range these days of horror films. Yeah, look, it's not. It look there is you know one of the the case the story follows um, twins who are separated at, um, as as sort of kindergarten kids, I suppose. Mm. Um, they One goes to a, a really brutal family and one goes to a very kind family. They have psychic abilities, which they've inherited from their mother, um, and that's actually why the mother's let them go because she you know, isn't coping with this kind of psychic capacity that she mm. has. And then they find each other because of those talents, yeah. but they have had very different journeys. And his response when he finds her is to actually, you know, is, is just hugely kind of murderous in a sense, and and mm. hers is to try and save him. Mm. So um, yeah, it's more of a psychological horror. It's mm-hmm. while they and I think the kind of violence is a hugely it's set within this kind of amazing set design mm. and these kind of very unusual mechanisms for kind of yeah, it's like quite unveiling those things. So it kind of fairy tale. 
mm. kind of fairy tale gothic horror, yep, psychological yep. horror. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not a slasher, and there aren't lots of awful jump scares. <laughs> no, although there, you know there is. I I have a carry moment. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Oh, well, we're really, I'm sold. We're really looking forward um, to the screening tomorrow night. We better we better um, say goodbye because we've we've got um, we've got some top ten to to announce. But um, thanks so much for talking with us, Sarah. Oh yeah, so we so can talk tomorrow at the, after the Q and A. Exactly. And I will both be there and we'll be um, you know able to kind of have really lovely conversations with whoever turns up. Yay. Absolutely. Cool. Well, yep. Come. We'll, we'll, we'll be there. We'll be there. On the Hollywood Avondale website. Yes, so tickets for... Oh, Annabelle, you've got the info. Yeah, so it's 7.30 tomorrow night at the Hollywood Avondale. Uh, tickets are $15 or $12 for members. It's going to be me. Thanks, Sarah. Yep. N- nice to chat with you. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Bye. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.